Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Supreme, and you're listening today to podcast number 31. Today we're going to talk about one of the most commonly asked questions I get at work, which is, how do I stop my bird from biting? Um, parrots bite, birds bite, it's part of their natural behavior, and it's not necessarily something that is meant to be aggressive or mean. And I think that's one of the misunderstandings we all have about birds and their behavior when it comes to biting. Um, Birds use their beak as sort of a third appendage. Remember, they don't have arms. Um, They use their feet to climb, but they also balance and reach out and grasp things with their beak. And I think sometimes people mistake that kind of behavior for an aggressive type of biting. And it's not always meant that way. Certainly, there are times that birds will use their beak to be aggressive and to snap and to bite, but they really use their beak for so many different things. They use it to climb, they use it to eat, uh, to hold things. There are so many reasons they're using their beak, and it's not always meant uh, as an aggressive weapon, as I think, unfortunately, people interpret. Um, So what do we do if you have a bird that bites at home or how do you even prevent biting from happening? I think the thing to do is to really observe your bird um, and really watch the bird as the bird moves around in its cage or on a perch or wherever the bird is comfortable in your home and look at the way the bird is using the beak as, you know, again, a a tool really, and learn to read body language. When birds are aggressive um, or when they're afraid, they'll hunch their bodies up, they'll, they'll stand up and they'll look kind of rigid or sometimes they'll even puff themselves up. I know I always talk about my Pionis. I have this uh, nearly 25-year-old Pionis at home and I know when he is fearful or defensive, he puffs his body up. He blows a lot of air, you know, lifts up those feathers um, and he puffs a lot of air through his mouth and that's his aggressive sort of, I'm fearful but I'm trying to look big stance. If he's biting or he attempts to bite when he's in that kind of uh, posture, I know that that is meant as an aggressive bite. If, however, you know, he's sitting there and he's eating or he's playing and he reaches out with his beak, that isn't always meant to be an aggressive behavior. And I can tell the difference just based on his body language. So I think it's really important to observe your bird at different times when your bird's doing different activities, eating, playing, um, you know, being tired, reaching out to step up on you. Those are all times that your bird might be using his beak in different ways. And I think 
think looking at the rest of his posture, you know, how he's standing, is he upright? Is he sort of uh, very uh, uh, rigid looking or is he relaxed? Um, are his wings down? Are they held out? Is he puffing up his feathers? Those are all things you can look at to see, you know, what, what message is he trying to give you? Birds can't talk to you, but we can learn a lot from their body language and their posture and their position and how they hold themselves, their carriage. So if you see your bird get very stiff or rigid or um, try to look big and then they seem to bite, that could be a fearful or an aggressive type of bite. I think truly most of the time birds, we interpret their behavior as aggressive, but I don't think it's necessarily meant to be aggressive. I think that sometimes they bite out of fear. You know, they, they see hands coming at them. They don't know what the hand is going to do um, unless they're really socialized to stepping up on your arm or your hand or to a perch. Um, they don't know what that object coming at them is going to do. It's big and scary, and it's, it's often as big as they are. Um, sometimes birds have a history of being abused. Birds that are out of shelters now will have histories that we don't even understand, but some of them may have been abused. They may have been swatted at, um, or the hand may have pushed the, you know, them back into a cage. So the hand, or even a perch, or an arm can be a fearful thing. And so if you, know, you have a bird who's come out of a shelter whose history you don't really know about, and you try to train that bird to step up on your hand or your arm or even a perch, that bird may have a whole history that you don't know about and may be fearful of that object and may try to bite that object, not because they're being mean or aggressive, but because they're trying to protect themselves. So teaching your bird to step up onto your hand can be very tricky. And if your bird is trying to bite you when that happens, um, there are birds that are cage protective, you know, and, and like their cages and want to come out of their cages when they want to and not necessarily when you want them to by sticking your arm or your hand or a perch at them. So um, learning to read your bird's body language and understand, is he acting fearful? Is he, is he looking big? Or maybe he's cowering away from you. Maybe he's moving away from your arm or your hand or your perch as you try to put your arm out for your bird to step up onto. That's indicating, again, I'm not ready to step up on your arm or your hand or that perch. I'm not you know, ready to do what you're asking me to do. Give me some time. So if your bird backs away from you or puffs himself up, looks rigid, um, leans out to bite you, that's a signal that maybe you shouldn't push the bird to do you know, that step up or that step onto your arm or that come out of the cage at that point. Um, and, and you should back off and maybe try again at another time. If, on the other hand, your bird's body language is relaxed, um, he's chirping, and he reaches out with his beak, he may just be reaching out with his beak to balance himself. Birds, when they step up onto things, often reach with their beaks first and then pull their bodies toward their beak as they balance with their beak on that perch or arm or stick or whatever they're climbing onto. They reach first to grasp that surface and then they pull their body toward that surface. And that is not meant to be an aggressive bite. It's use of the beak as sort of a tool or, or almost like a cane or a crutch. Um, and so people have to understand that birds have different uses for their beak and watching exactly how their bird is approaching them, the body language, the idea that whether their be the beak is open or not, if the beak is open, um, and the bird is reaching up at you, you know, it, the bird may just be uh, being fearful. On the other hand, if the bird is closed and the bird just opens the beak a little bit, the, the beak is closed and the bird is just opening the beak a little teeny bit to grasp the surface it's climbing onto, it may be just that the bird is reaching out 
um, to balance on your arm or the perch or whatever the bird's stepping onto. So body language, position of the head and the beak, those are all things you can use to try to determine, you know, is your bird giving you a signal? He's not ready. I, I'm fearful or I'm tired or I'm frustrated and I don't want to step up on you now and I'm going to bite you. Or is the bird just approaching you and using his beak as a tool or, or a means of balance? So I think body language tells us a lot. Um, you know, what the bird is doing before you try to reach out to that bird. If the bird is relaxed and happy, that's a time that you can approach the bird. But sometimes birds are doing, you know, what they want to do. They're eating. Not a great time to, you know, try to get them to come to you. If they're in the middle of eating or playing or doing an activity that they seem really engrossed in, you may not want to interrupt that time. Um, you may want to wait till the bird is just relaxed and sitting there looking around and not so involved in an activity that you're interrupting. No one wants to be interrupted and so the birds signal to you that, you know, I'm going to reach out and bite you a little bit or snap at you or give you a, an aggressive body language. Maybe just please don't interrupt me now. The other thing we should be talking about when it comes to biting is how often we inadvertently reinforce biting behavior. So, you know, it's natural for us if a bird reaches out to bite for us to pull away and yell, don't do that. Stop biting. I'm guilty of it too. I do that with my own bird sometimes. I have done that in the past. And what does that do? It really just reinforces the behavior because if you pull your hand away and you yell at the bird, if the bird bites you or attempts to bite you, you're really accomplishing what the bird wants, which is to pull your hand away. So he's getting the behavior, he's getting the uh, response that he wants, which is at that moment, maybe not to step up on your hand. And he's also getting your attention. Even if you're yelling at him, you are giving him attention. So while it's really, really hard to ignore biting behavior, and it might actually hurt and you might go, ouch, really loudly, you know, you're still reinforcing that behavior inadvertently by acknowledging that behavior to your bird. So if there is a way that if your bird tries to bite you, you can just kind of hold fast and gently move away and not, you know, not be rapid and quick in your response and not yell um, so that your bird doesn't get the message that, okay, I bite and the, the hand moves away quickly and the, I get attention by my owner, you know, leaning into me and yelling at me, even if the bird doesn't understand that language, it is attention. Try not to do that. And the best way not to inadvertently reinforce that behavior is don't reach out to your bird during a time you think he might bite you, like if he's eating or playing or engrossed in something or he seems tired. Um, don't set him up for failure like that. Um, if the bird does give you the signal that he's going to bite, walk away, give him a timeout. If he starts biting you when he's actually on your arm or um, near you, walk away. Don't yell at him. Don't reprimand him. Um, don't swat him, certainly, you know, just don't acknowledge that behavior because we uh, all, we and birds and everybody in the world does behavior for two reasons, to accomplish something good or to avoid something bad. If the bird doesn't really want to step up on your hand, um, he wants you to pull that hand away and he will bite you 
to accomplish what he wants, which is to avoid the bad behavior of stepping up onto your hand at that moment. That's what he sees as something undesirable. So if you do pull your hand away, if he tries to bite you, he has accomplished that behavior. If you kind of hold fast and show him that there's nothing fearful about your hand, I mean, certainly if he's hurting you or biting you, but if he's just nipping at you a little bit, you can hold fast there and don't acknowledge it. If it really bothers you, don't make a big fuss about um, you know, the biting, walk away. Don't acknowledge it. Don't yell. Don't scream. Um, don't reprimand. Just let him be and come back at another time. So try not to inadvertently reinforce the behavior by screaming at the bird, um, by swatting at the bird, uh, by you know pulling the hand away really quickly and teaching him that okay, you know, if you bite, you get what you want, which is for me to walk away. It's better to not approach him when you think he's going to bite you than to approach him and pull away because again that teaches him that if he bites he gets what he wants and if he does get what he wants by biting he will continue biting he will avoid that behavior in his mind of stepping up onto your hand as being a bad behavior at that time and the goal then is to make the hand or the stick or the perch or the arm or whatever you're trying to get your bird to step up on or work with you with as somewhere pleasant so if you can pair the stepping up onto your arm if your bird is biting you when he does that um, with something pleasurable like a really wonderful treat that he doesn't get at any other time so that he understands that that hand or that perch or that stick or that arm that's coming at him means something good, he might stop biting because he now sees that that perch or stick or arm as a good place and not something to be bitten. So training your bird um, that that stepping up or coming to you and biting you um, while doing that, again, if the bird is stepping up onto your arm and he doesn't get something good and it pulls away and it's scary to come to you, he's going to keep biting you and keep pulling his arm away. And, and I also think about the idea of like a... Uh, a raft. If you pull your arm away, if your bird reaches out to step up on you and you're fearful that he's going to bite you and you pull your arm away like a raft floating down a river and it pulls out from underneath you and then you fall, that teaches the bird that your arm is a scary place that's going to move away from you quickly and it's not steady and it's not a safe place to step up to. So if you are going to put your hand or your arm or even a stick out to your bird to step up on, you have to do it sort of confidently and not fearfully um, because if your bird does have a bad experience with you once stepping up onto your arm and and you pull your arm away and he falls down or he seems unsteady he's going to be fearful of that place of your arm or that stick in the future so being confident in the way that you work with your bird, um, reading his body language, understanding that there are times your bird may not want to come to you and may not and may try to reach out and bite you and that that's a sign he can't talk to you. So he's giving you a signal that he's doing something or he's tired or come back later. He can't tell you that. So his language, his body language, including the use of his beak, may be telling you something that you need to learn to read. Um, so I do think it's really important to spend time watching your bird in his cage, understanding what he's doing and why he's doing it and what his body language means to better communicate with him. I think that if we are patient and don't force our desires, our need to sort of control the bird all the time on the bird, that 
everybody's happier. You, you let the bird have choice about what he's doing. Um, you give him a chance to interact with you at a time he's ready. And you also don't fear him as much because without the biting behavior, there's no reason to be fearful. Um, if you put your arm up at the right time or your hand up or the perch up and he comes right to you, you won't be so scared the next time to do that. If he keeps biting you and you keep pulling away, he's afraid now of your hand or the perch because it's unsteady and it's going to drop him. And you're afraid of him because he may try to grab on and you may think that he's biting so he has to understand your behavior and your intention as well as you're having to understand his it's a little confusing um, I think that if you do have a bird who's biting seriously and it's affecting your relationship with your bird I would advise you to talk to a veterinarian or a breeder who's knowledgeable in bird behavior or a behaviorist there are certainly many great behaviorists out there who work exclusively or predominantly with birds and these are people who um, have tremendous knowledge who can really help you and every bird is a little different um, taking into account their history if you do have a rescued bird or a bird that's come from a shelter, their past histories can really impact their current behavior. So, you know, it's like people. People who have been traumatized in the past often have that pervade their behavior in their life. Even if they've gone on and moved on and had successful lives and careers, um, they can still be affected by their past uh, instances of, of abuse or neglect or anything that a bird could experience, a bird coming out of a shelter. And that can make that bird fearful. So it can impact their behavior and it may affect them and that may be manifested as a biting behavior. But that's something that can be unlearned. You can build bonds of trust with your bird. So um, if you are having that kind of problem with your bird and it's affecting your relationship with your bird, don't despair. You can train a bird to trust you. Um, it does take some time. It's not the magic pill. It's not going to happen instantly. But using food treats and making your hand or your arm or even a perch if you're uh, afraid to use your arm or your hand as a place to step up onto, if you're worried your bird is biting, using those treats to train the bird that you're a safe place, your hand is a safe place, that stick, that perch is a safe place, you can change bird's behavior and you can build that bond of trust. But sometimes you do need to seek professional help. So I'm sure you've all, you know, if you have birds, you've encountered this, you may have very specific questions about your own bird. And I would just uh, remind you that when you're listening to Zoo Nation throughout these episodes, you can follow our Zupreme Facebook page where we're going to have posts before every show where you can ask these specific questions about your bird, about biting or anything else you'd like me to talk about on the show. You will also see some sneak peeks there to episodes you may have missed. And if you do have more specific questions, you can contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at customercare at zupreme.com. This is Dr. Lori Hess, and I thank you so much today for listening to Zoo Nation. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. 